Now, every weekday morning as I make my way to work at the Melbourne studios of the ABC, I pass what seems to be a growing number of people sleeping rough on the streets. And these are people of all ages. There are men and women. There are people who look like they've been there for a while, some who've just arrived. Some are expressing themselves by making art. Last year in Melbourne, a non-profit gallery called 45 Downstairs held a show of artwork by homeless artists. It was called Between the Lines and it was put together by an outfit called Open Canvas. Let's take a look. And here we are, we're in the white box which is uh, the 45 Downstairs Gallery and there are paintings all over the wall. Paintings of every conceivable kind, paintings and drawings. Now, the person who's put all this together is Dan Raff. Hi, Michael. What's your background? Why are you here organising an art event? I work in the city and I noticed an artist doing some really great artwork and he was homeless. And right next to him was a guy who's selling the big issue. And through a process of a couple of months uh, and and knowing how quality the art was, uh, there was just an idea, can we get people who are homeless, can we get their art out there for the world to enjoy? You work in the city, what what do you do? I am actually, uh, have a background in public policy, so I'm a public servant, but um, I just, this really struck a chord with me and I really wanted to see if it could work. And of course it's all very topical because we're in Melbourne at a moment when the Melbourne City Council has just voted by a very slim majority, five to four, to ban homeless people from sleeping rough, at least in makeshift camps. And this is because a huge, well, camp of unemployed people has developed along the side of uh, Flinders Street Station. It has. Um, I look at it from the perspective of what, what is the opportunity? How can the people who are on the streets who have talent, how can, we, how can we provide a vehicle, how can we provide opportunity? And this is just one small way to do that via art. And there are very talented artists who are living rough, who have disabilities, who come from backgrounds of addiction, who through their circumstances find it hard to get an audience for their art. They find it hard to get online, they find it hard to get in a beautiful gallery in the city like this. and. Um, this is what it's all about, getting their art out there to be enjoyed. So how many artists are there represented here? At, the, at this exhibition, there's 19. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, to be honest with you, I didn't know what I was in for, and I thought, oh, this is a worthy story. You know, people drawing and they're homeless, we should cover this. But I walk in, there's all this great stuff. Mm. You know, if I didn't know that, what the backstory was, I just would have thought this was a kind of group show. The art alone uh, stands by itself. I mean, there, there is amazingly talented artists, as you can see. On top of that, we called the exhibition Between the Lines because... Although the art stands by itself, there's some amazing stories of, of courage and determination and hardship behind the art. Let's meet some of the artists. Jackie is with us. Hello. How are you? Good. What a great voice you've got. Thanks. I won't sing, though. It sounds like you've been a smoker in your day. Always, yeah. Yes. To tell you the truth, Jackie, I walked in, and as I walked through the room, I thought, wow, those are fantastic. I walked up to the pictures and it was your name underneath them. So let's go and have a look at these, these pictures. We're looking at incredibly fine drawings on a sheet of paper that I guess is about um, A3 size. And it's beautiful, meticulous, beautifully observed. Uh, it's got a red sticker on it, so you've sold this to someone. Yes, a lady from United Kingdom. 
oh, it's leaving the country. Yeah, that one is. So what's the Jackie story? I mean, how come here you are, this talented woman, you can do this, you could earn your living painting, but you're, you know, you, you're under this bracket of something called a homeless person. Yeah, I'm in my car. I've been in the car nearly 11 years. But how does someone end up living in a car for 11 years? Shortage of housing, I guess, and families come first. I want to see the kids get off the streets with their families rather than be out there. It's too dangerous. So I stopped and I started trying to make toilet blocks safe for people to use. And how do you do that? Just warn people of the men and the dangers, the homeless women in particular. So my way, of, my way out of all the violence was to find a quiet spot and just draw what I see out the window. When you say all the violence, what are we talking about? What kind of violence are people vulnerable to when they're homeless? Sex attacks. Um, your car gets vandalised. They just don't want you in that area. But they don't realise all I'm doing is drawing. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong that I knew of, just drawing. But there's rapes. My friends have been raped. I was raped. So there's a lot of issues that I'm still dealing with. And that's why I'm getting into a house, hopefully, through Winteringham. Mm, well, I'm getting that... too old for this now. I can't cope out there anymore. It's too hard. Yeah. Can I ask you your age? Is that an impolite thing to ask a lady? <laughs> I'm 52, I think. I'm not sure. Right. This picture that you've done is exquisite. If I could draw like that, I'd be so happy. Um, well, how did you start drawing? I've been drawing since I could talk, I think. Um, but the more confidence I'm getting, thanks to Dan and this, this particular exhibition and stuff, and people looking, it gives you a bit of confidence and the next pictures will be better. Do you work in your car? I mean, is yeah, that just I, that's my studio. I sit in my car and I look out the window and I just draw what I see. So where were you when you drew this? In Geelong, in Highton, the Ballyang area. Right. It's all parks and it's just beautiful. It's so peaceful. And alongside it, is this you as well, the one next door? Yes. Okay, what's that? That's Ballyang Nature Reserve. Um, it's, a, it's a lake with a walkway, lots of trees, lots of possums. It's just so peaceful. And if you work very detailed. I mean, a lot of contemporary artists like a big impressionistic uh, way of working, you know, this sort of sweep and grandeur and boldness to their gesture, artists like to say. But, you know, you draw in a very detailed, meticulous way. Every leaf is kind of picked out. And that's what makes the thing so beautiful. There's this real care and time has gone into it. What are you thinking about while you draw? Just the piece, without yeah. being harassed or anything. It's just nice to sit back and have that five minutes to yourself. Oh, five minutes, you didn't draw that in five nah, minutes. No, that took me a week. <laughs> yeah, some take a little bit longer, but that one that one's one of my favourites, that one. There. And Jackie, do you flog these yourself? I mean, are you able to sell this work? Yes, um, I do, but I was selling them for $10 so I could make enough to do my old car up. That's the wrong answer, $10. You yeah, know that. that's you know. what everyone told me, but people can afford that out there when they're walking past. Right. And I just had to... Try and keep my car together. Right. Well, I hope you put your prices up because... Yeah, they are now, thanks, <laughs> thanks to Dan and Winteringham. This is Books and Arts on RN, and you and I are at the wonderful gallery, the wonderful gallery space called 45 Downstairs, which is right in the middle of Melbourne. It's an old industrial building that uh, you come down some stairs, and there are these big white rooms, and on the walls there are lots of artworks, and some of them are absolutely marvellous, and they are all 
by artists who come under this bracket of homeless. So that was Jackie we were talking to there, who's now wiping her brow with relief that the torment is over. Also with us is Danny Chilcott. Yeah, that's it. So how come you're here? Um, someone put me on to Danny and he said, it, would I like to put a few paintings in an exhibition? And um, he put them in and they sold before the exhibition. And I, I just can't believe people like what I do because I didn't think it was that worth money. So we've got three panels, all very different in mood. Let's take the middle one first, because that's the real eye catcher. It's about a metre wide, it's about three quarters of a metre tall, it's canvas, uh, and it's close up of leaves with some sort of joyous fruit and a slightly Asian look to it. Yeah, well, it doesn't make sense to me at all. And I, when I finished it, I just thought, yeah, no one would like it. And that's actually the most popular out of all of them, so. It's got a red sticker. Yeah. So I've got to not throw all the bad ones away because it seems like everyone likes all the bad ones. So it turns out you don't know totally. what your good stuff yeah. is. Yeah, that's it. Now, can I get personal with you? You and I are standing here. I'm looking at you, yep. looking at me. We're just two Aussie men. Yep. And I've got a house and a job and you don't. No. How's this come about? Uh, drugs, um, violence, um, alcohol. Um, I never knew I had bipolar when I was young until I got diagnosed they did test on me when older, so I used alcohol and drugs to um, control my bipolar. I had 21 violent assault charges by the time I was 25 years of age. So you have been a violent person? I haven't been for 25 years. Right. I turned the corner. I got a lot of help and a lot of medication, but Salvation Army mostly helped me. Um, Access Health in Grey Streets and Kilda, they, they help all the homeless there and they've saved thousands of lives from the street. And they saved my, they got me off heroin and they saved my life. And um, it, they've, not just once, they've saved my life several times. And when I was on the streets and people were really sad and depressed, and I'd send them to Dr. Jones in Access Health and um, she'd save them and I'd see them on the streets and they wouldn't be on drugs again. And I'd feel like I was part of it, you know what I mean? Saving lives and, and um, that's why I'm still here because I want to save lives. You're not doing nothing when you're on the street. You're, you're an active citizen. I just go and try and help people, you know, that I feel sorry for them. I don't want them to experience anything that I've experienced. Yeah. Is there a moment in your life where you feel, when I look back, that's where I took the wrong turn? Um, well, I had no choice getting bashed unconscious with, by my own dad with a shifter at eight years of age. Um... I think it did brain damage to me, but it also strengthened my skull. So it was the only time I've ever been unconscious in 50 years of my life. And um, I've been hit with hammers and iron bars and I don't go unconscious anymore. But You're absolutely as bald as a nut. Yeah. So it yeah. looks like it's a yeah. tough, strong skull yeah. you got there. Yeah. So how did you get into painting? Um, I met an artist, a lovely lady, and she really needed help so I tried to inspire her to do art and I started doing art and um yeah this is where, where I am today. Well with three pictures on the wall all with red sold stickers on them. Can we talk about this one here which is like a series of balloon faces so they're just very round faces and they're all floating around in a big dark space. It looks like a scary sad painting yeah. to me. Yeah it was and um most of it's done with a toilet roll 
and I got the heads and then I thought, what can I do next? And I said, oh, I sat back and I said, oh, it looks like heaps of people. So then I just started doing different eyes and coloured noses and mouths and, and made it look like heaps of different people from all over the world. And I have interviewed so many artists and so many artists have done weird things, who've yep. painted with their own excrement, who've yep. collected their own blood, but yep. I've never interviewed anyone who painted with a toilet roll. <laughs> so what you've got is about a three-quarter used toilet roll, you've dipped it in some paint and then yep. you've twisted the yep. end onto yep. the painting and made all these circles of pretty grubby, purpley, really yep. greeny colours. And then someone loved it so much they paid for it, I can't yeah. believe well, it. Well then you painted little faces on it. Yeah, but it came out really good, didn't it? I, yeah. But um, I didn't intend to do it and just come out and now I got rewarded for it. So, well, the, the ending's happy, but it's not a happy picture. What do you see when you look into that work that you made? Um, a lot of different confused people. Like, yeah, a lot of people crying out for help, lost, sad, and just I wish I could help everyone, but I can't. Mm. A lot of them can't be helped. Danny... Um Homeless people have been in the news in Melbourne at the moment because the Melbourne City Council has passed a bylaw or changed the bylaws that make it much harder for homeless people to sleep on the street. And this has led to a lot of stress. And there have been some pretty ugly pictures, actually, in the paper of police moving homeless people on. How do you read this situation? Um, What do you think is going on? Well, I've been in a lot of the homeless services over the last 20, 25 years. And a lot of the homeless services take your money and... They condone drug dealing and prostitution and rapings and they don't care. You go to them and they say it's a police problem. You go to the police, they say it's a housing problem, so no one cares about them. And then they, the police say to me, Danny, why do you care about them? They're all scum. And I said, excuse me, I live there too. You're calling me scum. So I called him a pig. And he goes, why'd you call me a pig for? I said, because you called me scum. And that's how they, they call us all scum and that's how they treat us. And then they wonder why we are the way we are mm. when they call us all and treat us like scum. And they're not all, some of them are autistic. Some have been raped at 16 and couldn't stay home. And they ended up on the streets and prostitutes with drug addicts. And the police treat them like crap. And I know most of the people on the streets and just go around and talk to them and you'll find out about why they're on the streets. It's because it's a lot safer on the streets than half the homeless places that call themselves homeless places and that they'll help you and they charge $190 a week and they neglect you, bed bugs and diseases and needles and blood and, and they don't do nothing. They say it's a police problem, the police don't do nothing, no one does nothing. So you know what, they go on the streets because it's safer, they've got an extra $190 in their pocket and they can numb themselves with that $190 instead of putting up with rapists, murders and drug dealers. And all these homeless places that call themselves homeless places should be investigated because they're mistreating autistic people. People, They're letting people rob people with cancer and taking all their drugs and they don't care because they reckon they're all scum. And they're not. They're beautiful. I'm one of them. Danny, it's been great to meet you. Thanks for talking to us. No, thank you. And I was speaking there to Danny Chilcott, who's been on the streets for 20 years and he's lived with drug addiction, bipolar disorder and he's suffering from asbestosis. And after that story, he did move in with his partner. The other artist you met there is Jackie, who lives in her car, an orange 1973 Holden Kingswood. And you also met the man who's put all this together, Daniel Raff. And uh, their inaugural show, 
Open Canvas is the outfit that uh, Daniel Rath runs. Their inaugural show was called Between the Lines. And I should say that the Melbourne City Council was proposing a homeless camping ban while this exhibition was on when we made that story. Uh, That proposal, I gather, has since been dropped. I'm Michael Cathcart. This is Books and Arts on RN.